You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello and welcome to Be Humane with Dr. Robin Ganser. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed listening to our interviews with this year's American Humane Association's Hero Dog Awards finalist. Our friends at Pet Life Radio are an official media sponsor of the show, and we're so happy to have them share in the fun of the Hero Dog Awards. Thanks to our friends at Pet Life Radio, we're so glad to be your partner in sharing the power of the human animal bond. Today, we're chatting with two more heroic finalists. Up first is Captain Jason Haig, whose German Shepherd Axel is the winner of our service dog category, sponsored by Modern Dog Magazine. And later on, we'll hear from Chris Church, whose guide dog Chera has won the guide hearing dog category, sponsored by our friends at Clover, our first ever American Humane Certified Dairy. Friends, did you know that September is Child Cancer Awareness Month? Yes, can you believe that Child Cancer Awareness Month is a subject that many of us don't even want to talk about, but it's so important. Every day, researchers and doctors are coming up with exciting new breakthroughs to treat this dreaded disease. And right now, American Humane Association is conducting major significant clinical trial research to see if treatment with a wagging tail and a wet nose could be a powerful tool against cancer in young patients. Did you know that over 13,000 kids are diagnosed each year with cancer and 40,000 are in treatment each year fighting a horrible battle with this dreaded disease? While anecdotal evidence really has underscored the positive impact of therapy dogs for kids with cancer and their families, rigorous studies of efficacy are currently lacking, even as animal-assisted therapy interventions occur daily in many of today's pediatric oncology settings. Likewise, both the level and nature of stress that therapy dogs can experience during sessions with pediatric patients is currently not well understood. As you may know, Canines and Childhood Cancer Study has been launched by American Humane Association with support from our friends at Zoetis, the Human Animal Bond Research Initiative, or HABRI, and Morris Animal Foundation. This is the first of its kind to rigorously measure the effects of animal-assisted therapy at multiple pediatric oncology sites across the U.S., I can think of no better study out there than Canines and Childhood Cancer Study, which again is looking at proving the efficacy of the use of animal-assisted therapy interventions for kids facing the battles of their lives. Our researchers are interested in whether or not these interventions with animal-assisted therapy have positive effects on patient stress, anxiety, health-related quality of life, parent stress and anxiety, or therapy dog stress. The overall goals of the study are to treat, provide really advanced evidence-based innovative research while enhancing pediatric cancer treatment, and really informing best practices for therapy dogs and handlers who volunteer in clinical settings. Researchers also hope that study findings, if merited, will support the expansion of credible animal-assisted therapy program. Wouldn't that be an amazing win for everyone that we know benefits from having that incredible wagging tail and wet nose in our lives when we really need a therapy intervention? You know, since 2010, 
American Humane Association provided research oversight across three project phases, really a comprehensive needs assessment, a six-month pilot study, and the full clinical trial with the five following children's hospital sites. There's one in Vanderbilt, the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital in Nashville, Tennessee, the Randall Children's Hospital at Legacy Emanuel in Portland, Oregon, St. Joseph Children's Hospital in Tampa, Florida, UC Davis Children's Hospital in Sacramento, UMass Memorial Children's Medical Center in partnership with Cummings School of Veterinary Medicine at Tufts in Massachusetts. These are five wonderful clinical trial sites. The colleagues there at these hospitals believe in this study as much as American Humane Association does. So it's really wonderful to have these partners on this journey with us. Patients from 3 to 17 years old and are recently diagnosed with cancer and their parents are randomly selected to receive standard care of treatment for their diagnosis or standard care plus visits from therapy dogs. So there's really a lot of rigor in this study, and we're really just delighted to be in this journey and really looking forward and anxious for the outcomes. After all, we've got to measure how the dog is enjoying this, how the child progresses on their path to healing, and also how the parent's stress level is impacted. Over the course of the study to date, researchers have really received some amazing, heartfelt and inspired testimonials from parents, hospital staff, handlers, and really the patients themselves. I remember one boy, Adrian, from Tampa. And when I heard him say, gosh, the therapy dog was there while I was receiving my treatment, I felt like I was in my own backyard playing with my ball and my dog. Wow. It really took him out of that hospital setting with all the fear and anxiety that that brings and took him to a wonderful, happy place, his backyard with his dog, all because the therapy dog was there with him in that hospital setting. A parent of a cancer patient said, knowing she'd see Angus, the therapy dog, helped my daughter calm down and be less afraid before we went into the clinic. And another kiddo said, a kiddo fighting cancer, interacting with the therapy dog just made me happier for the rest of the day. For once in the hospital, I didn't feel like I was in the hospital. I was just playing with my dog. How wonderful is that? Great testimonial so far in this study. And a hospital staff member said it brought the family around one thing instead of a kid watching TV, the brother playing a video game, and a mom reading a book. It really involved everyone as a family, which I thought was very powerful. You know, we all know, listeners to Pet Life Radio know that dogs are amazing creatures, and we hope that they could prove as a key and essential in helping us to put an end to cancer once and for all. And we've got a pair of amazing dogs, and they're equally amazing handlers on the other end of the leash today on our show. My colleague, Scott Sowers, has been out in the field interviewing our Hero Dog finalists. We'll be right back after this brief message with Jason Haig and Axel. You'll love their story, and there's so many more to come. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Be Humane with Dr. Robin Gansert. We'll be right back after this brief message for some amazing stories. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Do you know that moment when your dirty dog's about to jump in your nice, clean car? You can avoid all the cleanup and mess with a 4K9 seat cover. 4K9s makes heavy-duty seat covers and cargo liners that will blend seamlessly with the interior of your vehicle. You can find us at 4K9s.com. That's the number 4, K-N-I-N-E-S.com or on Amazon.com. 4K9s makes nothing but the best for your best friend. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. 
All right, let's move along to our first amazing 2015 Hero Dog Awards finalist of the day. Last week, you heard how military working dog Rambo helped two-legged veterans win on deployment. But now let's turn our attention to a dog who is helping a veteran who's returned home after bravely serving his country on battlefields halfway around the world. We now turn our attention to this year's service dog category winner, Axel, in the service dog category sponsored by Modern Dog Magazine. This German Shepherd first was introduced to his dad, Marine Captain Jason Haig, in 2012, following Jason's struggles following his return home from the Middle East. But since then, the two have formed an unbreakable bond, with Axel acting as Jason's, in his words, big furry security blanket. So pleased to have Jason on the line with us now. Hi, Jason. How are you doing today? Doing just fine. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, anytime. And uh, I know Axel is pretty much always by your side. Is he there with you right now? Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's actually taking a nap right now. He's, he's being a lazy bum. Hard hard at work. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So let's start at the beginning. I understand that five years ago you were diagnosed with post-traumatic stress and traumatic brain injury from your two tours of duty in the Middle East. And you struggled with alcohol abuse and mental agony and took more than 30 medications to help fight this. How did this four-legged hero come into your life? Yeah, actually, I did diagnose with PTSD and traumatic brain injury. Basically, was just kind of at my wit's end after my last, my third and final tour in Afghanistan, found Canines for Warriors, a service dog organization, and uh, they introduced me to Axel, gave him to me, and, you know, it's just been a great and wonderful journey since then. I mean, there's no doubt about it. If not for him, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you, that's for sure. Yeah, so talk a little bit about Canines for Warriors and what they do. Uh, Canines for Warriors provide service dogs to uh, wounded veterans such as myself that suffer from PTSD and traumatic brain injury. We actually rescue all of our service dogs from shelters um, and high-risk kill shelters. Axel was actually two days away from being put down before he was rescued. So I think, you know, he knows exactly that his life was saved as well as mine. So, and we have many stories just like that as well. It's, you know, a wonderful story all the way around. So how has he changed things for you? Well, for me, I'm able to go back out in the public, be integrate back into society. I'm able to enjoy my family again, go to my kids' baseball games, lacrosse games, and things like that. He wakes me up from nightmares. He's pulled me out of you know many of flashbacks, anxiety attacks, all kinds of different things. Along a couple of years ago, when I first got him, he was able to bring me my medications when I was on those as well. But you know, through his help, I'm actually down from those 32 different medications down to two. So it's wow. you know, it's been an incredible journey since I got him. Yeah. So talk about kind of how he helps you out if, if you're going through a rough situation, if he needs to step in immediately. Well, if he needs to step in immediately, it, it would really depend. Like if uh, if I'm having a nightmare or something like that, I guess it would really depend. If I'm screaming out or if I'm thrashing or something like that, he would probably just lick my face to wake me up. If I start thrashing, he's been known to pin me down or clamp down on my arm just to make sure I don't you know, hurt myself or knock my wife in the head or something like that. And if we're out in public and I start to have a panic attack, sorry, that's my other dog. <laughs> no problem. We always love input um, from four-legged participants as well on these shows. Absolutely. Yeah, if, if we happen to be out in public or, or something like that and something startles me or if a loud noise happens and I go into a flashback or something like that, he's able to recognize that and start to calm me down. But if I need to be taken out of that situation and I, and I don't know it, he's able to do that. I mean, he can open a door and take me out of, the, out of that current situation that's going on. So, And that's happened on uh, numerous occasions. I'll come back into, you know, that the reality of the situation and look around and I won't be where I was standing 30 seconds ago. And that's because he's, he's put me where I needed to be so I can relax and calm down. 
Yeah, and Axel is just an amazing hero for you, and, and we really have seen this so much and so often with dogs helping out veterans who are in need. And American Humane Association wants to help out any veterans who are diagnosed with post-traumatic stress and, and are in need of a service dog. We actually have our program called our Wags for Patriots program, which helps put leashes in the hands of those who need it most. And so if any of our listeners out there either are a veteran in need or know of a veteran in need, please visit our website, American Humane dot org slash wags for patriots that's wags and then the number four patriots to learn more about this program so we can provide grants to help more service members get dogs like axel and really help save their lives so jason do you have anything to say i know that there are a lot of people out there that are in need of help you know is there anything you would just say for someone who was in your situation about the hope that there's available Oh, absolutely. I mean, for any veterans that are listening, just just know that there is the help out there and just know that you're not alone. And, you know, as far as actual concerns, he definitely saved my life. And if I can do it, you can do it. I battled and struggled with PTSD and traumatic brain injury for almost 10 years before I was actually diagnosed with it. I did three combat tours in the Marine Corps. It still is kind of a stigma, but, you know, it's definitely something that can be overcome and you can push forward with it. Canine Warriors is free of charge for any veteran that that needs help. So please reach out and uh, we'll do everything that we can to help you. Great. And so we obviously heard from your your other dog. So how many dogs do you have there at home? (laughs) Just two. Just two. My other dog, Yankee, is a golden doodle that uh, loves to play with Axel all the time. And, you know, they're both just sitting in here hanging out. So. And you have kids as well. I assume they love the dogs too. Oh, yeah. My wife and I have three three beautiful children. They, They love the dogs and they play with them all the time. So it's great. So let me ask you a little bit about your time in the Middle East. Did you work with any military dogs while you were over there? Uh, we had military working dogs on our second and third deployments. Uh, I can honestly say that they saved countless lives. I did not handle them, but we had handlers with us on several different occasions. Uh, they were amazing. Definitely boosted morale at all times uh, when they were around. So uh, I can't say enough about those guys. I know with the American Humane Association, I've been able to, to work with you guys on several different occasions to help pass the legislation that just went through to make sure that those dogs come home at all times. So it's been a wonderful experience to help with that. So it was great. Yeah, and we hope that uh, that once Congress comes back from their recess, that they'll finalize this bill and and get it to the president's desk for signature, so we can bring all these brave military working dogs home and have their handlers a chance at adopting them. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll, it'll be uh, exciting to hope uh, to make sure that that gets passed, and uh, uh, hopefully there won't be any. Uh, any opposition on that, so it'll be uh, exciting. Yeah, it's it's hard to to know why anyone would oppose it. Let me just ask you a couple questions that we're we're asking all of this year's finalists. So you nominated Axel for the Hero Dog Awards in the Service Dog category, and then we had the first round of voting, and then a few months later we had the semifinalists announced, and then the, later on the finalists were announced. Were you ever nervous to see if Axel's name was on those lists? The top 24 and the oh, top. Oh, uh, nervous the whole time, for sure, definitely. <laughs> but we're very excited that uh, he kept pushing through, and you know, just excited to be able to go out in LA and, and see what happens. And he'll be a winner in my eyes all the way through, even if he doesn't take the top award. Well, they're all winners and they're all amazing dogs. But obviously to get there, you've had some great support, I'm sure, online from social media. Do you want to give a shout out to any of Axel's Facebook or Twitter followers? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we would definitely not be here without uh, our online followers and everybody on social media. So thank you to everybody that's done everything and, and thrown the votes out there every day. So, What's the name of those pages just so people can check it out? 
Axel's Facebook page is the Jason and Axel Facebook page, um, and it's everything all is all the same. Um, he has a Twitter page, it's Jason and Axel, and the same thing for Instagram. So okay, yeah. So listeners, definitely check it out. What would it mean for you for Axel to be named the 2015 American Hero Dog? Uh, if he is named the American Hero Dog, I mean that would just be absolutely phenomenal. I mean to be able to continue the mission that we're doing to be helping you know rescue dogs as well as all the veterans and being able to continue this mission as well as to be able to help the American Humane Association as well as the sponsorship money that would be able to go to dogs on deployment would just be phenomenal. So it'll be able to help three amazing organizations all at once. So it will just be terrific. Yeah, so talk a little bit about your charity partner, Dogs on Deployment. Dogs on Deployment is just a phenomenal organization that helps so many veterans and dogs and active-duty military members who go on deployment that can't take care of their dogs, don't have you know those friends and family that uh, can take on the responsibility of, of their dogs. They have such a vast network throughout the United States to be able to take care of those dogs when those military members go on deployment. So it's just a phenomenal network. I know uh, I have many friends and family that uh, have actually used that network before. So it was just a great fit to be able to to pick them as a charity partner. Yeah, well, as a reminder, all of our charity partners the, for the finalists receive a $2,500 donation in their dog's name to help them continue their work. And then the American Hero Dogs charity partner will receive an additional 5000 So $7,500 total to continue work furthering the bond between humans and dogs. Jason, have you and Axel had a chance to film your tribute video yet? We did. They were actually up, when was it? About two weeks ago, I believe. So that was really, really cool. Kind of exhausting, but uh, really fun. So uh, we had a great time with it. Yeah, that's what we're hearing from all the dogs. It's some of their favorite things they've ever done is filming, just showing the dogs work. And certainly I know that the feedback we get at AHA, um, people love seeing those tribute videos. Just they're really touching, really poignant. And uh, for me, they're the best part of the show, just seeing those dogs in action. Yeah, we're, we'll be we're really excited to see how it turns out. So it was uh, definitely a great time. So we're looking forward to seeing how it turns out for sure. What are you and Axel looking forward to when heading out to L.A. in a few weeks? Uh, honestly, we're, we're really looking forward to the gala. We definitely want to uh, meet and greet everybody, meet all the other great dogs, and uh, just to see how the, the evening goes. So want to just try to introduce ourselves to everybody and just look forward to a great evening. It's a night you will never forget. It's having been to several of them, you know, there's plenty of celebrities. They're human celebrities, but it's the one night in Los Angeles where the human celebrities are not the stars of the show. It's the dogs. Uh, they take a back seat, and, and, they, and they know that. And so it's kind of cool to see that they, they know that they're not the big names of the evening. That's good. That's good. So we're, we're definitely looking forward to that. I think it'll be a great time. Yeah. Well, safe travels for you and, and Axel and your family out to LA. And I look forward to seeing you there. And thanks so much for joining us today, Jason. Well, thank you very much. We look forward to seeing you guys out there and uh, good luck to all the other hero dogs. And uh, we look forward to it. All right. Well, safe travels and take care. All right. All right. Thank you. And we'll be back with more on Be Humane. This is Pet Life Radio. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Calling all pet product manufacturers and pet experts. 
Let the public relations and marketing professionals at Whitegate PR get you featured in the news. I'm Dana Humphrey at Whitegate PR, and we have been specializing in pet product PR for over 10 years and can get your brand featured in the media from TV to radio to print to blogs. You can find out more at www.whitegatepr.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLiferadio.com. Welcome back to the show. Our second guest today, and the sixth of our eight Hero Dog finalists, represents the Guide and Hearing Dogs category, sponsored by Clover. These heroes work with people who are blind, deaf, or hard of hearing, or have mobility issues. Through teamwork and companionship, they share a bond of trust and love for the entire life of the dog. And this year's winner, Shara, has a very unique and special job caring for her handler, Chris Church DiCiaccio, who we now have on the line to talk about why this dog is a hero. Hi, Chris. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. I know that when it comes to guide and hearing dogs, they are virtually never far from their handler, so I've got to assume Shara is nearby, maybe taking a little snooze? She's always nearby. (laughs) She's always an earshot away. Now, Chris, you are hearing impaired. Did Shara originally come into your life as a hearing dog? Uh, Yes. She came into my life in 2007. Then I should add, she was a rescue. And she was originally trained as a signal service dog. Can you explain what that is? That is correct. Um, A signal service dog is also known as a hearing dog. And what we mean by signaling is there are certain sounds that she would alert me to, such as a doorbell or an alarm clock or a telephone or a baby cry. So those are some examples that she uh, was trained to do. But that's not all that she does for you. No, it's so much more. That is correct. There's a whole lot more than just being a signal dog. Actually, in 2008, I, from a work accident, developed a neurological condition, and she was able to, I start picking up on these dystonic episodes uh, before occurrencing. So she was able to help me out by telling me when they were going to occur before I even knew. And I understand that she actually taught herself how to do that. That is correct. I guess our bond was so tight, she was able to, I guess, alert me on this um, without any formal training. And Shara's a lifesaver for sure, but one of her most heroic moments didn't actually involve saving your life, but your newborn son's. Can you tell that story? Sure. Actually, I had my son. He was about two weeks old, and I had just gotten out of the hospital, and I was still recovering from a C-section, and we both developed colds. And one night while in bed, the alarm went off and I wasn't able to hear it. And when the alarm goes off, it usually means that there's a lack of movement or breathing. And so he had stopped breathing and Shara jumped on the bed and was trying to alert me that there was something terribly wrong. Wow. And so she ended up telling me that there was something wrong with my son. And I quickly rushed over to his cradle and sure enough, he had stopped breathing. It's hard to talk about. Is your son doing okay now? Oh, he's fine now. (laughs) Surprisingly, there was also a couple other incidences where she alerted me that there was something wrong with him. He had a febrile seizure about a couple months ago from a high fever. And she kept telling me there was something wrong with him by circling him. And I uh, started paying attention. And sure enough, he had a seizure. So she was telling me that he was about to have one. Wow. Indeed, uh, Shara's just a guardian angel for your whole family. 
not just for me, but yes, my entire family. I'm sure many of our listeners love spending as much time as possible with their dogs, but you really do get to spend all of your time with Shara. Talk about what it's like having this hero with you whenever you need her. I don't really have words to describe what she means to me or the type of hero she is. Uh, She has gone beyond the call of duty in so many times, in so many cases. She's literally my lifeline. I don't know what I would do without her. Because she, of her assistance, I am able to remain safe and independent. So she's just another extension of me. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you mentioned that she's, there's so many times she's gone above and beyond her call of duty. Can you maybe share some of those stories or a little bit about that? Sure. It's interesting because as a hearing dog, she's always alerted me, especially with incoming traffic, if I don't see a car coming or if there's someone at the door. But with her, because of her uh, sixth sense, so to speak, telling me when these attacks are going to occur, she saved me so many times. In restaurants, I'm able to remain safe and I'm able to do things and, and not rely on other people or be bedridden. And I can't put my finger on it. There, unfortunately, these attacks occur quite often. Is she your first hearing dog? She is actually my second hearing dog or signal dog. My first partner was Casey, and we had a working relationship for 14 years. And Casey helped me work with Shara and train Shara for being a hearing dog. Do you have any other dogs or pets? I have my third partner actually is at home. She is, sadly, Shara is at retirement age. And so I have my third partner, Noki, (laughs) who Mm -hmm. is going to be stepping up to the plate. And Shara is going to be helping me work with her. Okay. Well, that's cool that they have that that sort of passing of the torch, so to speak. Yeah. And it takes a special dog to pass the torch, so to speak. There's a lot of things I have to look at and I have to see what kind of bond that we create and if they have those gifts that I'm looking for and if we have the relationship, too. I believe you mentioned that Shara was a rescue. Can you talk a little bit about her backstory? Uh, Sure. She was actually a rescue out of Moose Dog Rescue up in Pennsylvania and throughout the other states as well. A young lady by the name of Sally Spears told me about her. And at the time, my first partner, Casey, was about to retire. So I was looking um, all over for another dog and I evaluated other dogs. And I just didn't get this gut feeling, so to speak, that we had a great connection with the other ones. And so in the middle of an ice storm, we uh, drove up to Pennsylvania and without even looking at her and evaluating her, I took her home because I knew right then and there there was something there. And my husband even said it too. He's like, there's something there. I think she's the one. So yeah, she is actually a rescue from Moose Dog. Yeah, it's something that we learn a lot, all these hero dogs that we've gotten to know over the years. So many of them have been given a second chance to do heroic things. And we're so grateful that people have given them that second chance so they can do uh, these amazing jobs. So now I'm going to ask you a few questions that we're asking all of this year's finalists. After you nominated Shara, were you nervous waiting to see if her name came up when we unveiled our top 24 and then our top eight? Well, interestingly enough, uh, I didn't know that she was nominated. She was nominated anonymously. So someone nominated her. I don't know who. So when I had to tell the backstory on her that someone submitted her information in, I was quite shocked. I, I didn't even know such an award existed. So when I was nervous seeing her go through the other rounds, and I, I was completely shocked because for once, someone else gets to see what an extraordinary dog she is, not just me or my family. 
I'm sure to have gotten this far, Sharp probably has a big social media presence. <laughs> Is there a Facebook or Twitter following you'd like to give a shout out to? Interestingly enough, there isn't one. Really? <laughs> Locally, she's definitely known, but there isn't a uh, big social media thing. I'm Talk a little about cautious about now. that. <laughs> okay. So what would it mean for you, for Shar to be named the 2015 American Hero Dog? It would mean that, like I said before, people get to see what an extraordinary dog she is and what a hero she is to me and my family. It would mean a lot because it, it also says that we can thank those for their support and love for such an extraordinary dog. Yeah. Have you had a chance to film your tribute video with Shara yet? We did. And it, was a, it was incredible and a lot of fun. That's one of my favorite things is seeing those every year at the, uh, at the show when they make their debut. And then they'll later be shown on October 30th on Hallmark Channel for a national TV audience. And certainly they'll be available online after that. So everyone, we want to make sure everyone in the country can see these eight amazing dogs at work. What are you most looking forward to on your trip to Los Angeles for the gala? Well, I'm actually looking forward to meeting the other contestants as an animal behaviorist myself, I get to see that special connection with the other dogs have with their handlers. So I'm actually looking forward to that and meeting everyone. So you just mentioned you're an animal behaviorist. What do you mean by that? Is that your day job or is that a hobby or talk a little bit about that? Actually, (laughs) that is what my degree is in. Oh, wow. Yeah. In etiology as well as veterinary technology. Oh, well, I should say one of the degrees. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Chris. I can't wait to see your family and see Shara at the Beverly Hilton in just a few weeks. Thank you. Safe travels. And uh, we'll be right back with Robin Ganser to wrap up today's show. Thank you very much. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Thanks again, Scott, for your help with today's show, and thanks so much for really being my co-correspondent with the Hero Dog Awards finalist. And special thanks to Jason and Chris for stopping by today's show to tell their stories. Axel and Chara are just amazing. I can't wait to see all of our eight finalists on the red carpet in Hollywood in just about another week or so. But before that, we'll be back next week to conclude our four-part series interviewing the 2015 Hero Dog Awards finalists. I hope you'll tune in, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. I'll talk to you next week, but until then, let's remember to be humane. This is Dr. Robin Ganser. Thanks for listening. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.